time Scott Sullivan is going to call you. You know what I'm saying? Sir, 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 please sit down, sir. There was a coffee spill. I have, I, I have eight. I have eight eleven on my uh, clock in front of me. So yes, greater than five minutes, but but not twenty. That's an exaggeration, sir. That's not. No, it's not an exaggeration. <clears throat> is Scott Sullivan is eleven hey, closer than eight, five eight or to twenty, eight, sir? Eight thirty-two a.m. Adam text Scott. You running on time? It was not eight thirty-two. Eight. So already, already, you already check, okay. check right, your receipts. You don't know what you're talking I'll, about. <laughs> Listen, let me correct. Let me correct. Let me correct. Okay. 7.32 a.m. Adam text Scott. You running on time. 18 minutes goes by before Scott replies. And he says, plus minus five minutes. Now that is at 7.50 a.m. 7.50 you just called. No, no, no. At but eight eleven. So, so, sir. Eight eleven. Okay, 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 okay. Well, let's let's discuss for a minute implied meaning. Okay. Okay. Are you oh, running on time? We said eight a.m. If I say plus or minus five minutes, that means plus or five minutes from the prescribed eight a.m., not from the moment I texted you. Okay. Sir, sir, so, are you there you, still? <laughs> so either way, either way, you're anywhere from uh, six, six to 21 minutes late. <laughs> OK, well, I, I'm here. So no points awarded in either direction, sir. I don't know. I'm giving myself a point. What? <laughs> I'm taking a point. The, mind you, the last time. We we did I think we, like six no, hours no late, time. like this, this because you forgot to turn on a heater. I which, didn't forget to turn on a heater. You the, did, sir. The, the frozen overlords of the world tried to snuff me out. I had to fight back. The I frozen had to fight for my life. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Uh, oh, I'm taking goodness. I'm taking a point. Okay, you you get a point. We we're this why mind you, this will be the first time in maybe 6 months to a year that we've recorded two episodes in the same calendar month. That will hey, reach listen, the listener. That will reach I'm the not listener. celebrating yet until it's published, okay? Yeah. Um good point. I'm gonna I'm going to say a new rule. It's a new rule. Ready? Yes. The the person who is first to arrive gets 1 point. It's like a preem Okay, first person to see now. I'm the 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 to the listener. The way this podcast functions technically <laughs> involves me having to call Adam, so he can never initiate prior to me initiating. All it's right, let me rephrase. Let possible. me rephrase. Let me rephrase. The person who does not delay the start gets one point. It's like a pre. Okay. Okay. Pa- parenthetical to that, if the person who doesn't delay the start is fumbling with their headphones in their office, knocking cans over. I get a point. <laughs> you get a point for every can disruption. Okay. Fair enough. we we'll call it a can eruption. Oh man. <laughs> it's, it's good that we start every episode with a debate about the episode. I feel like that's very meta. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think so. I think so. I'm, um, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Their great product, 
Sport Beans, quick energy for sports performance. (laughs) They had a cycling team for many years, did they not? They did. It includes carbohydrates, electrolytes, vitamins B and C. Ah, that sounds like a good good smash up and some sugar. I no no doubt, right? That, those are sweet. Uh, does it tell? Well, <laughs> ingredient number one: cane sugar. Yeah, that's what I that's what I thought. Oh, this is manufactured by Jelly Belly in Fairfield, California. Maybe they're not in Connecticut. The cycling team I thought was California based. Yeah, I wonder if that's where they're. Take a factory tour. Oh man. Oh, man. Field trip. <laughs> um, they did have a cycling team for a long time. So uh, every year uh, growing up, my, my uncle, my late Uncle Louie, used to always get me uh, a Jelly Belly jelly bean sampler for Christmas. And he would get like the 40 flavor one giant box of jelly beans. It was awesome. That sounds pretty and, awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. And so uh, I've carried this tradition forward now. So like every year I will buy the box of jelly beans for the family and I send one down to my brother. And uh, but I was on the website. They also make a bunch of licensed Harry Potter uh, candy products. It makes a bunch of other stuff, too. But anyway, because uh, I'm a I'm a Yankee at heart. Right. I was checking the sales section of the Jelly Belly website because <laughs> nice. you got you to gotta see what's available. You, you gotta, know what I'm saying? Hey, who can resist the sale, son? <laughs> Ooh, especially when it's a good deal. You know what I mean? And uh but what I found was that they had boxes, cases, cases of 300 packages of sports beans for 70% off. <laughs> That's a pretty good deal. Sport, and I was like, they're trying to move those sports like, beans. I was like, this is a bargain. I was like, what's up with this? This doesn't make any sense. And uh, so it was 40 bucks for 300 packages of sports beans. So you're going to be lit on that, sh- that cane sugar for a minute. Well, Okay, now if you've been following along on Instagram at Shorthandle Shovel, I've been talking about the sports beans in my posts because I've been hitting a lot of PRs and I'm like powered by jelly beans. People think I'm joking, <laughs> but I'm not. Isn't it I've been true eating a shitload that, of jelly beans. <laughs> I, I don't know much about the guy, but isn't it true that the kind of goat there in the CrossFit world, that Matt Fraser guy, that wasn't isn't he also like a candy eats junk food kind of guy? Or am I making that up? No um <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Maybe I'm making that You're, up. There, I know at one point no, no. there was an endurance runner who I heard on Rogan back before I quit him, and um, she was she was like has like all these like uh, ultra records and stuff, and she like just eats shit all day long. <laughs> it was here's here's surprising. the thing. Here's the thing. ultra running or or like the way Matt Fraser was training. All you need is quick acting carbohydrates. Right, your body. It doesn't craving. matter how you get it. Your body's craving it. You might, you may as well just drink a, uh, you know, a small container of maple syrup. Like, yeah, it's like, all good. I was gonna say, just any kind of slurry with sugar in it would probably yeah. work. Yeah. So Fraser, so he, so the thing with like like CrossFit as a methodology, they really talk about like eating well and having a, a good balanced diet and and um, eating little sugar, right? Like in a nutshell, that's pretty much what they say. Sure. Like eat eat protein, eat your veggies. Uh, you know, reduce your, your processed carbohydrates and, and very little sugar, right? Pretty simple, straightforward. Frazier goes on the podcast and he's like, I was training so hard every day. I'd like finish a workout and like crush a Coca-Cola and, and a Snickers bar. And, and I'd take a, a, a <laughs> five, you know, five gallons worth of Gatorade and put it in one bottle and just drink it. And yep. people like lost their mind. They're like, oh my God, what is happening? But like, 
He just smashed it for two, three hours. Like <laughs> he worked got, out longer get, and harder yeah. than you. He can do stuff you probably shouldn't do. <laughs> yeah, you, and that's not a long term approach, right? Like that, you don't do that like every day, no, right? That's, like that's, that's when like, you're you're on another level, and your body is like able to process that kind of garbage in a healthy way because of the the atypical things that you're doing. Totally, totally. Yeah. I can't even tell you the last time I had um, a Coca Cola. And I remember like every bike race that we did, I would, as soon as we were done, I'd crush a Coca-Cola. Oh yeah. Any kind of long, <clears throat> any kind of long endurance activity, uh, that suddenly tastes great to me. Whereas normally, uh, it's very rare that I crave it. Like one of those glass yeah, bottle Mexican yeah. Cokes, they, they sell them somewhere. You can, some places you can find them and they're like seven ounces. So it's like a, like a half. Oh, a little one. You get a little one. And, uh, that to me is the perfect, like ideal perfect amount of soda it's like seven ounces of that soda in a glass bottle it's like so good but. now that you say that actually one of the last time i was i was in california which was uh i don't even maybe like a year ago we got tacos and i and i saw they had the mexican coke and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna get that but i didn't finish it because it was too much it's too much yeah i and i know to some listeners this might sound like just me being obnoxious but it's i genuinely like six to seven ounces of coca-cola that is the perfect amount of soda i don't know why they make a bigger can than that they make those baby cans now you can get those little cans those are good <laughs> yeah those would, are like six or eight we would stock those for the patients in the hospital which sounds kind of weird but uh, i worked on the cancer unit and uh, these people are have a lot of trouble eating and drinking so we kind of throw out the rules on health and just stock whatever we think they might want to eat or drink <laughs> and um so we would have some sodas and stuff stocked and they were those little six ounce cans and uh, every now and then when I was having a bad day, I'd crush one of those and be like, let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do this thing. <clears throat> All right, Scott, before we go any further, before we go any further, let's take a moment here. Yeah. Let's take a moment. Mm-hmm. Let's let the people know where where are they? Where, where are they at? What's happening here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to yell this time. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the talk show. My name is Scott Sullivan. I'm here in Austin, Texas, and all the way up north in the great state of Vermont is my co-host, the Champlain Valley champ pain, Adam St. Germain. It's <laughs> <laughs> <This is> ridiculous. <laughs> no, um, you don't like that one? That was good. That was good. <laughs> good. Caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what to say. Right? I didn't, I didn't that. know. I got, nothing, I got nothing for that one. For the listener, Dude, that's the Champlain Valley champ, C-H-A-M-P, pain, P-A-N. <laughs> Yeah, I am. It's wrong. So stupid. <laughs> uh, listen, hey, I just want to take I just want to take a moment here uh, to all the listeners out there. Going back uh, <clears throat> four years, okay? If you flash back four years, the year was 2018. Scott Sullivan and I had an idea uh, to take over Instagram and run the world, and we had Taco Tally 2018. And it was a challenge to see <laughs> who could eat the most tacos over the – I think it was the year. Was it the year? Yeah, we started in late January. So it's okay. almost exactly to four years. Okay. So the challenge was you had to you had to take photos of your tacos and you had to keep count. We had a leaderboard. We had a lot of fun. People ate hundreds and <laughs> hundreds, hundreds of tacos. tacos. And I'm not talking about just like for the, for the Austin listener. We're not really talking about what would be super common in Texas where you like eat maybe two egg and cheese, whatever, breakfast tacos. I'm not a breakfast taco guy. And most of the people participating were not really centered here. 
So there really weren't a lot of people using the breakfast taco to count. It was a lot of people eating lunch and dinner, like serious tacos. Yeah, they were heavy. They were heavy tacos. There was rules about the size of the tortilla, minimum four inches, because you know <laughs> the street tacos start to get a little small. And uh, anyway, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it all started. I will say it all started one afternoon when I was sitting at radio. Uh, coffee and beer here in Austin, Texas. There's a great taco truck there called Veracruz Tacos. Shout out to them. And uh, I was enjoying my taco and it was, I was thinking, yeah, this might be my first taco of the year. Damn, I wonder how many tacos I ate last year. And I texted Adam St. Germain, how many tacos do you think you ate last year? And then somehow it evolved into a whole lot of people <clears throat> gaining weight. <laughs> so A lot of people gained weight. You know, it was, it was uh, listen, if you're, if you're trying to bulk, Right, if you're on that bulk strategy, tacos—good way to do it. <laughs> Taco tally, go get on that level. <laughs> but uh, I think we'll bring it back uh, next year, 2023. <clears throat> we'll bring back Taco Tally, uh, five-year anniversary. I think it's appropriate to run that contest every five years. I think you can't do it every. I year. think that is the, yeah, that is the tightest increment of time that is like healthy to advise people to do something like that. <laughs> correct. Correct. So yeah, uh, five-year anniversary, January, a year from now. Tune in. <laughs> a, year, a year from now, yeah. So anyway, I just want to give a little background. You know, it's called the Talk Show. T-A-C-S-H-O. Uh, might not always be clear why it's called the Talk Show. It's called the Talk Show because it was born from Taco Tally. That's right. There you go. It's your history lesson for the day. And and it's, it's, it's sort of a show where we talk, but it's not spelled talk show like it's a talk show. So it's sort of, a, you know, it's doing a little wordplay, I guess. Something like that. Speaking of wordplay, Scott Sullivan, <laughs> excellent segue. Thanks for bringing it up. I, I was amazed. Play. I was amazed. Literally, I was shocked to learn that Scott Sullivan is not familiar with the online sensation that is Wordle. I, I, is this an app or a, a, someone's Instagram account? I don't know what it is. Here's what's great about it. It's not an app. It is not an Instagram account. It is a website. It's an online game that is only hosted on a website. That website, of course, is www. Uh, oh, it's not Wordle. What the hell is it? It, does, it was not the first thing that came up when I just Googled it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I apologize to the listener. I've not taken my Zyrtec yet, and I'm a little congested. So. Yeah, we, we hear it. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, it's uh, powerlanguage.co.uk. Okay, great. There's <clears throat> too many dots, too many letters. Yeah, there's a lot in there. Anyway, just Google Wordle. It'll come up. You'll find it. It's called. It's a daily word game. Here's the deal. There's this guy. I don't know why this is hosted on a UK website now that I know the background story. Anyway, there's this dude. Uh, fun, fun he lived in Brooklyn. Fun, fun, fun fact, Adam. <clears throat> English, what? the language, actually started there. Allegedly. <laughs> You can't prove that. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of things that are hard to prove, but go on. Um, uh, so, okay, so there's this dude. His name is Josh Wardle. <laughs> <laughs> go back uh, a couple years, and uh, he was he was bored during the pandemic. Him and his him and his uh, partner, I think it's his wife, but we'll just say partner because I don't know. Um, she likes word games. He wanted to come up some, with something fun for them to do, and so he created this daily word guessing game. The beauty of it is you can only play once a day. It's like getting the crossword. You only get one <laughs> shot cool. at it. I just found an right? article with a link, so I'm making my way towards it. There it you go. You'll find it. Challenging. You'll to find. find it. And it's a very simple game. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, you get six chances. 
and it's a five letter word. And the goal of the game is to guess the word. That's it. Very straightforward. It sounds fun. It's super fun. Are they particularly atypical words or are they like common, commonly used words? Would you say? Uh, commonly used words, you know, like brick or. Gotcha. So we're not, we're not like also learning a new vocabulary word. It's like probably. A no, word you no, know. they're all standard. I would say they're all standard issue words. Okay. Okay. Yep. 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 Now what is tricky? I will say pro tip for anyone that hasn't played yet is that it's five letters. The word is always five letters. However, it might use a letter more than once. Hmm. Like the like in cycle, okay? C shows up twice. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> but if you but if you only t but if you type in if you type in one C, it's not going to tell you that there's two. Oh, that's you know interesting. That's a, that's a yeah. that makes it a little more challenging, I would think. Yeah, a little tricky, a little tricky, but it tells you. So if you if you guess if your first guess is brick, that's your that's what you're going to guess. If it turns the letter green, then you have guessed the right letter in the right placement. If it turns it yellow, you have guessed the right letter, but in the wrong placement. Oh, and if it's gray, cool. that letter is not part of the of the uh, word at all. Of the word at all. And so you move on. <clears throat> so cool. super fun. I'm I'm currently on uh uh I played thirteen times and my streak is currently ten days. I've got all ten right. Good job. Ten days. That's so, solid. Yeah, it's a good streak, I think. You my know, friend my friend Adam is is uh someone who enjoys repetition. Reps and sets, baby. Reps and sets. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so how's so, the working uh, how's the working out been going in the cold? You've you've adjusted to your winter environment in, in the shovel shed? Well, okay, so earlier this year, I think it was October, it might have been November, I I built two walls to fully wall in the uh the shovel shed there and uh so now it has four walls that are insulated it has a ceiling that is also insulated uh and i built a uh a sliding barn door that's pretty heavy and it keeps most of the cold out it's got a small space heater keeps it at about uh 40 to 50 degrees which is still uh, brisk but not like in intolerable right <laughs> Yeah, and like you know, there's no wind, right? So like, there's no exposure. You're in a small space. Sometimes it's a little chilly, like when you get started. Um, but as soon as you're moving or you get on one of the, uh, like the assault bike or the rower or something like that, those all have a fan in them, so they help circulate the air, which then just actually warms the place up a little bit quicker. Do, do you typically um, start with cardio just to to get past the the cold sensation, or do I you have, have, yeah, I like have that? been like the. The lat like this past month has been really really cold. I think today it's up to, it's up. To, it was negative five when I got up. It's up to four. It's up to four right now. Even um, when I lived in New England, obviously as you know, I lived further south in New England. So I, those like negative temperature days were few and far between in Rhode Island. We had them, but they were not common. They seem to be yeah, we, common where you are. What happens usually in January? It depends. January or February. This year was January we'll get a one to two week stretch where it stays on below 10. And sometimes we'll just get a stretch where it's just like sub zero for a week. Yeah. It's that's... cold, man. <laughs> Did this snowstorm that's for the listener, uh, we're recording this on the, I've been putting them up pretty quickly, but this is the 30th of January and is there it? is a oh, blizzard yeah, right. hitting parts of new England. 
Is, are you guys involved in that? Are you getting dumped snow on you or are you, are you too far north? No, it's crazy. We're too far north. We we got like some flurries yesterday uh, or maybe Friday. We got some flurries on Friday. And it, I mean, like maybe an inch of snow, like really nothing. But I was looking at photos from Rhode Island, Massachusetts. They got like two and a half feet. Yeah, they got they got some snow. They got smashed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They were talking at one point that if the storm turned a certain way, it might outdo the blizzard of 78. But I don't know that that's happened. I don't think it did. Yeah. I, I got to talk to the um, parents after this and see what they say. But they sent some pictures I'm, of the shoveling situation, and it looked serious, but not like record setting per se. Well, what tends to happen, uh, and I think what makes it dangerous, not dangerous, well, yeah, maybe dangerous is the right word, down there is that they'll get that kind of snow. And because the air temperature is usually warmer or there's more humidity in the air or the ground temperature is warmer, the snow gets heavier because it, it melts. Yeah. We're, we're here like we got a foot a few weeks ago a couple weeks ago but it's like a foot of like crystallized blower uh powder like you could just like blow it away mm-hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't compact and it stays so cold it doesn't ever compact it just blows around everywhere so <laughs> it's a different it's a different animal you know yeah my, par- so. my parents have a house out on the cape uh it's in the family some of the aunts and uncles all kind of timeshare it but anyway so they're they're on the Cape a fair amount, and they they know kind of about the community there, even though they don't spend much of the winter there, and they always have problems down there because of the same reason the the snow when it comes in off the, the proximity to the ocean and the moisture in the air, they typically get really like wet, heavy snow that like pulls things down and breaks things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So mm-hmm. so no, uh, uh, shockingly, we got of that storm, people got hammered. We got zero snow, but we did get the cold temperatures. <laughs> yeah, it's freezing. So l- lucky us, lucky us. Now, so I think it's we're supposed yeah. to have a warm day this week. It's supposed to get up to like forty. Oh man, what are you gonna do? Oh, Just run around in your shorts? Like, <laughs> run around with no shirt on? We actually, yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, thirty-two, thirty-nine, thirty-seven. That's okay, you know. That's yeah. all right. I'm into that. We're gonna have some yeah. really, uh, by Austin standards, cold weather later this week. But today, uh, it's in the mid sixties, maybe high sixties at some point. Must Sun's be out. nice. <clears throat> There's supposed be nice. to be rain, but I don't see any yet. I'm looking out the window behind me is blue sky. Big. There's a big <clears throat> fitness competition going on down there in Austin, Texas, this weekend. Is there? Where, where, what are they doing? It's called the Fittest Experience. Ooh. It's a three-day, from what I can tell anyway, the three-day competition. They did like a Friday Night Lights event, one event. They did like a number of events yesterday, and I think they got two events coming up today for the athletes all right so all right if yeah. I, i'm gonna be out and about in the city today i'll let you know if i i cro- uh, actually now that it's funny you mentioned that was that what night was that today is sunday it was either thursday or friday night <clears throat> i was in the um the local corner store grabbing a couple things and i was noticing that the gentleman and the lady in front of me were in semi like they were in athletic gear like they had worked out at some point earlier in the day you know like not just coming from the gym but uh and the dude had like this i don't know what the material was this weird looking coat and uh on the back of the coat in gigantic white letters like so you really want to make sure you you see what this thing says just said full send (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh this guy cool (laughs) i i think wait a second i think actually that is 
I'm going to look something up right, real quick. <laughs> so uh, I, I feel like he's part of your tribe is what I'm trying to say. Hey, hey you know what? I don't got to say, man, I don't know if he can. I don't think you can say that. Really? I don't think you can say part of your tribe. I, I, like that, I think, that, wait, so they're, they're all going to get canceled for using the word tribe in that way? I think I think so. I think okay. so. I'm going to switch it up. Are you? Have you ever read Kurt Vonnegut's book, Cat's Cradle? I have not. Is it on my list to read? I, I, you will this year, sir. <laughs> okay, but, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write it down. Uh, that's 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 my go-to uh, Kurt Vonnegut suggestion for people. Even though some people would start with uh, Slaughterhouse Five or whatever it's called, I think Cat's Cradle is the starting point. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you could say tribe. I, f- I feel like I'm it's, gonna take that uh, out. So there's a concept in the book Cat's Cradle. There is a character within the book who has a religion that he's made up. And one of the concepts in this religion is that in life, I believe the word he uses is a caress and a caress is your spiritual team, but it's not one that you know about or that you join. It's just, you, you have these alignments in life, spiritual teams where you'll, you'll find that your life intertwines with certain other people that are on your caress on your team. So I think this guy was part of your caress. <laughs> All right. I'll get into that community caress group knucklehead spiritual yeah. okay. team <laughs> i don't know if there's much spirit in it but i dig it i'm into it i dig it you know i mean he cl- he was clearly bringing the spirit because he was like he was ready to go he was he wanted you to know that at any point if you challenged him to like push-ups or whatever it might be he was gonna send it <laughs> homie was ready homie was ready full send <clears throat> So that's something um, I wish was more of an occurrence in daily life. It would be fun if it was, it was like a little normalized to like just spontaneously challenge somebody in, in the public to something like funny, that. funny that you bring that up. Uh, <laughs> there is, there is a culture that exists for exactly what you're talking about. And I believe they uh, use challenge coins, <laughs> challenge coins. Yeah. So here's the thing. So if you're in a if you're in a certain community, and I'm not being vague, like because I don't want to say a community. I'm just mean like you're just I, trying not to I'm, say tribe because you don't want to get canceled too. I already did that. <laughs> no, no. I'm just I'm just saying like uh, <clears throat> I don't know which communities do this. I just know it's a thing. So you're you're obligated if you're a member of this group to have a challenge coin with you at any time. And another member of the group can challenge you to see your challenge coin and you have to produce it. <laughs> okay. And so it should be like in your pocket and your wallet and whatever. We should, and then get if those you don't, the, we should get those for the show. Instead of instead of t shirts, we should just do challenge coins. I just I just looked it up. You can get you can get um, challenge coins like uh, pretty easily, you know? No, I'm gonna not, look into not that. a big deal. That seems like something so, we should have. But anyway, go on. Yeah, so that so then you you know if they can't produce the challenge coin, then they have you know they got to do some I don't know whatever the some punishment the thing is burpees yeah, probably right? burpees everything every punishment is burpees right yeah or they get to punch you in the face or oh, you know no. you got to give them, you <laughs> got to give them your your all the cash you have on I don't know what it is but yeah anyway so First challenge one, coins are a very very real thing I, I I worry about you getting too involved in that Adam because as as the listener may or may not know. As, as good as my friend is <clears throat> at showing up on time and repetition, he seems like the kind of guy who's not going to have his keys or phone sometimes or like be a little bit unsure where certain things are. Was that fair? That was, <laughs> there's, silence deep, on, deep. there's silence on the line, but I think the silence is, speak, is speaking more than words. <laughs> deep cut, man. It's deep cut. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, so I it, feel like the challenge coin would lead to you having to do lots of burpees. Is all I'm saying. Or you know, or I think the challenge coin would be nice if it was like you have the challenge coin and then you're getting a coffee, a beer, or you're getting dinner or something with some with some friends, and then whoever doesn't have the challenge coin, that bitch is paying. I like that. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Oh man! Good. All right, so we covered already some some popular topics like challenge coins, <laughs> and the, the weather, and, and <laughs> sport, sports beans. Uh, <laughs> sports One topic I know we wanted to talk about this week because it was on your mind. <clears throat> we always love talking about food and beverages because this show, like Adam pointed out, grew out of appreciating food uh, and doing stupid contests related, but. <clears throat> You're, you're turned on to a new drink that you're really into, and you wanted to talk about it. Adam, tell us what it is. I want to know. I mean, the people, please let me know what you think, what you know about watermelon juice, okay? <laughs> I, I had some watermelon juice the other day. It came from uh, Evolution, which I think is just like a bottled juice brand, right? Cold-pressed juice. Um, and it was delicious. It was so good. And uh, I looked at the ingredients. It included watermelon juice. <laughs> That's good. And lemon juice. Okay. That was it. The that was all that was in there. Probably helps keep it like fresh. That's what Allie, Allie said. It was probably just like to preserve it. Yeah, not it, for yeah, flavor. Funky, I, yeah, probably not enough to to make it taste lemony. I would guess. Because I I definitely couldn't taste any uh, any lemon in there, but it was really good. It felt really refreshing. I could see like on a hot day, just like crushing a watermelon juice, and it would be awesome. Um, <laughs> is it? So I'm curious. How sweet is it? Would you say? <clears throat> I mean, it's as sweet as like eating a good <clears throat> watermelon. I feel like I don't eat a lot of watermelon, but I I do from time to time. I feel like you're missing out then. I probably should eat it more because we. I actually. <laughs> It's funny you mentioned that. I took Ollie to the grocery store with me yesterday because he got he's, watermelon right now. Yeah, he's a real picky eater, and uh, so one of the strategies to to work on that is to bring him to the store and let him pick some things. So maybe he'll mm. pick something different, right? And uh, he just pointed at <laughs> like a a soccer ball sized watermelon and was like, "We got we got to get one of those." <laughs> so, so, oh, he knows what's up. He knows what's up. I'm not talking about a slice. You know, he saw like a full watermelon in the wild. And he's like, "That let's let's bring that home." I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I have one downstairs that needs to be uh, dealt with. <laughs> now, okay, now wait, now now hit me here. You got a watermelon, okay? Mm -hmm. What's your what's your watermelon preparation strategy? You gonna go for like wedges, triangles? You gonna go you know, three dimensional I, I, triangles? Or are you gonna ball that thing? You got a melon baller? I don't have a melon baller, but I'm pretty sure I have implements where, wherein I could do that if I wanted to. But um, there's I no substitute for a melon ball. You can't be like, let me use a spoon. They're not gonna make a ball. If you've you got about? a certain type of metal ice cream scoop, I think you could make it work. That's way too big. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm not talking about one of those big doofy ones with the button. I'm talking about like the old fashioned one. That's still too big. All right, maybe. Yeah, the fixed one. I know. I know what you're talking about. Like a fixed handle. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's still too big. Okay. I mean, because a, a good melon ball should be like the size of a quarter. Yeah, it'd be hard to get it that size. Then I agree. That would be more like a golf ball if I did it. That's what I mean. And then it's like, and, then, and like at that size, right? It's like, is it one bite? Is it not? Nah, it's probably you know? yeah. You don't want to be questioning for, that, especially not for a little dude. Right. <clears throat> I'm thinking slices, like like tr little triangle slices. Okay. 
Although, I dig it. although I dig it. the listener will not be privy to this, but in our text thread the other day, uh, somebody posted a really cool video of somebody making watermelon juice out of the inner part of the watermelon and then preserving the, what do you, would you call it? The skin, the outer part. And, uh, yeah, the ring, right. They the like ring, kept the yeah. ring and then they yeah. poured the juice back into it with popsicle sticks pushed through the rind and then froze it. <clears throat> and then we're able to cut it into watermelon popsicles that had like actual watermelon as part of the, it was really cool looking. I don't know if I explained that very well. But, uh, you did, yeah, you did. They essentially, yeah, they took watermelon, they pureed it, and they made it into watermelon popsicles. I feel like there had to be some other ingredient, though. When they did the juice, when they made the juice, it, it came out a different color than I imagined, which made me think they added, like, some dairy product of some kind. Yeah, like they, they, they put milk in there, was, or yogurt, or yeah. they put something in there, for I think sure. It was, I think it was probably milk. <laughs> but anyway, it looked real cool. Put it that way. <clears throat> It did. It, it did. It looked, you know, actually, it looked ice cold. Oh, oh my man, <laughs> bringing it so much heat. So, yeah. on the topic of watermelon juice, <clears throat> I, I one the first thing I thought of when you said that was there I, as a jujitsu uh, enthusiast. I would say I haven't participated in a while, so I just call myself an enthusiast at this point. There was a, a time when I was watching these videos. There was a guy, and I can't remember his name, but uh, I'll try to remember it as I talk. He would do, uh, he had a travel series called, I want to say it was called Rolled Up. Pretty, I'm fairly certain the name of the video series was Rolled Up. And the guy would that travel. A, that could be a, a jujitsu series or a weed series. It could and, go and either I, way. And I do think that that was not by accident. <laughs> but, oh, okay. okay. But there was, it was a wholesome uh, production though. Uh, but anyway, so this guy would travel to different areas of the country or world where there was a famous jujitsu practitioner and he would do like a 30, 45 minute, maybe documentary about that person and their lifestyle. And he, it was really well done, like good quality production. Anyway, he did one on Hoyler Gracie where he went and visited him in Southern California and the Gracie family, that lineage, uh, aside from the, the jujitsu, they're very, very enthusiastic about a type of diet that's very vegetable and fruit and juice and acai and all these things. And, uh, they even have books that they've written over different family members about the Gracie diet, they call it. But it's really just like very uh, <clears throat> clean, fresh food forward diet. But apparently, like he starts almost every morning with watermelon juice. This video implied it's like his go to juice. And I've, I've heard of um, my teacher, who's one of his actual personal friends, Hoyler Gracie's personal friends, also is very enthusiastic about the watermelon juice because it's like part of like their everyday, like this is how they do it. And uh, in the video, in this particular episode, he's got the knife, he's like chopping up the watermelon, he's shoving it in his juicer, he's pureeing it all, he's like drinking, throwing it back and just like so pumped on the watermelon juice. <laughs> so you're not alone, my Wait, friend. Let me, let me ask you a, a really uh, naive question. Mm -hmm. Jiu-Jitsu is from Brazil? Uh, well, <clears throat> the the strand of jiu-jitsu that's common in the United States is br Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but uh, the origins are actually f go further back than that. You know, jiu-jitsu was brought to Brazil at a certain point in time, and then the, the Brazilians that learned it kind of made it into their own. Uh, and so it's... Essentially, yeah, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but they, they, or their origins go further back than that. Okay, I mean, yeah, that I didn't, I, yeah, okay, because what I'm reading here on the old internet 
is that that region of the world, it is uh, it is popular in a traditional breakfast for scrambled eggs, black beans, and watermelon juice. Dang, there you go. <clears throat> I, I assume which, which sounds okay. You know what I'm saying? It sounds yeah, all right. I assume climate wise and agriculturally, they must be you know available. And then, I mean, they taste good as hell. <laughs> so. Yeah, this is also saying that for a six and a half pound watermelon, they only got five cups of juice. Yeah, I don't think that seems right to me. <laughs> so it's not like it's making a lot, you know. I mean, actually, I mean that's the same as juicing anything though. Like anytime you like juice lemons at home, you're like, well, there's a half a cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like I was making juice a few months ago. I, I was making juice in the house, and I I went through like I was making like a celery and greens and whatever, but. I was planning on some of the celery that I brought home being part of like the base of a soup. And by the time we were done doing morning juices, there was no celery left. It was all juiced. I was like, oh, all right, I guess I got to get more celery if I'm going to make soup later. That, re that reminds me, Allie was on this like huge celery juice kick for a while. I mean, she, we were making like celery juice, I think every day. I think it's a really good base for like a green juice. Like if you want to, it doesn't have to be the predominant flavor, but it makes a nice base and then you can add pepper if you like it spicy or whatever else i'm pr i'm pretty certain celery was the only ingredient oh see i would do apples and celery for sure together that's a good combo i think there was this thing about like celery like leeches heavy metal i don't know it had it, there's a whole thing about it i'll have to get the details I'll come uh, back. I, I but i'm gonna i'm not giving, after this podcast sir, i'm sir, gonna go make some juice sir I'm, I'm, gonna not, make some juice. I'm not giving up my heavy metal ever so i don't i don't if i'm not interested in a product that, that leeches it Hey, speaking of heavy metal, talk to us about this awakening that you've had at the at the young age of 42 years old. <laughs> so on the topic of beverages, because we were we were planning on talking about the watermelon that's, juice today. And I have to right. mention, I, you, I'll you tell knew you where I was going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm sipping on right now uh, is a Topo Chico with twist of lime. Uh, that's a good. Hey, listen, in the world of bubbles, that's a good choice. It's a good mm. choice. Glass bottled has to be glass bottled. Uh, glass bottle Topo Chico, either the regular or the twist of lime, which it really has. It's hard to get the lime level correct yourself, but they seem to have nailed it with their pre-limed water. Well, they are professionals. Let me say. <laughs> I guess they are. They've got a hell of a brand. This stuff was one of the pandemic things in the last year that was almost impossible to get for a while. Topo Chico, I don't know if it was because I assume it was worker shortages or whatever, but they went dark for a minute. You couldn't get this stuff. Wait, really? Yeah, at least in Austin, it was it was not on the shelves of any stores uh, for a brief period, and then it was sparsely uh, stocked in some places. That's that is odd. That is odd. Hey, let me ask you if this map so, works so out. For just you. just to fill out the thought there. Oh, for forty three years of my life, I did not think that I liked sparkling water. This <laughs> is not something I ever had. If it was offered to me. I'd say no, thank you. And then I so weird. was in a scenario where it was kind of the only thing to drink and I was thirsty. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we talked about it on this show, but I was, uh, there was a particular day where I was on set for a Yeti commercial <laughs> and, uh, uh, in this environment, oh. there were coolers full of uh, beverages, Yeti coolers full of beverages. And, um, it was all spark. There was, it actually was beer in some of them, but it was like 
nine in the morning. <laughs> so I um, opted for a grapefruit uh, sparkling water thinking, oh, great, this is, I, need, I want to sip on something, but this is going to be disgusting. And I did think the first sip was disgusting. And then a uh, couple sips into it, I was like, nah, this isn't bad. And by the end of the day, I had like three cans of the stuff. And then uh, it's been a part of my life ever since. Just different sparkling drinks. I try, I've tried lots of brands and have favorites and least favorites. But hot take, by the way, while we're on the topic. I, I'm forgetting LaCroix. LaCroix. Nah. Shit's garbage. garbage. It's garbage. Garbage. <laughs> That's but, a that's a junk that's a junk bubble water. It's no good. Same with that bubble no brand you get at Target. Bubble like that ain't good. No, no. You know you know who's got like they got they got a little niche though. They got a little niche is aha. I like aha. I get the uh, orange grapefruit combo that they that they make, and that's is that, a pretty. Is that the a, one? Is that the one with the caffeine? No, it's not. They make they make one with a little a little boop little pick me up in it, a little extra a little extra zip. Out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll have to check that out. But yeah, so in the last year, I've been drinking different sparkling waters and experimenting with them. And it's it's a really nice, refreshing thing that you can have that is low calorie. Typically, no caffeine unless you're seeking that out. And you mean, uh, low calorie. There's no calories in it at all. That's what I mean. It gives There's you bubbles. The, but it does still give you like the experience that you're having some type of little treat. <laughs> oh, I, oh, 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 OK. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm uh, about to. Uh, I'm excited to try. I'm excited to try here. The new. Uh, liquid death flavored sparkling water. You got one with you? You're doing it right now? No, no, it's brand new. They just launched it. I'm ordering it as we speak. Nice. Um, you know, as a, as a liquid death ambassador, I think it's important to tell people about it. They got three flavors here, severed lime. So we'll see about the lime levels, see if it's good or bad here. Mango chainsaw. How could you not want to get that one? <laughs> Mango chainsaw. <laughs> and bury it alive. Oh man, they're so metal. The names of stuff for them. They're so metal. It's great. I love I, it. I've, I love it. I love it. I have to admit, I saw the cans on the shelf at Target <clears throat> walking by and I didn't know what the product was and I wasn't really that curious. So I just kept walking. But in my mind, I decided that what I, what it was, as far as I was concerned, was a sport, like a, a an energy drink, like a rock star equivalent. That's, that's what many people think. Uh, and I, I, so we just had a, we just had a meeting, uh, group meeting with, with some folks from work and, uh, I was, I brought my own liquid death and, uh, and I was drinking it. It was early in the day and they're like, oh, dude, you're drinking that. They're like, what is it? Like, how about <laughs> and they thought it was all like, and I was just like, no, it's just bubbles. And they were like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, it's just a, it's a the can, can with bubbles in it. The can looks like it could either be a rock star level energy drink or some type of like one of those like it's it's booze but it's not hard liquor like you know like the white claw kind of thing where like what oh is it? yeah some yeah, kind yeah. Of sugar liquor that you don't you don't really understand what it is <laughs> right right i you know i don't know if rockstar is still uh i mean they must still be around but there was a point when i was in college in architecture school i was drinking two rock stars a night <laughs> That I, I I encountered very many people in my food service years who were that was their their shift. Uh, that was what they did on shift. They just brought one or two of those, smash them throughout the shift, and because they didn't really do coffee, 
or it was the wrong time of day for coffee or whatever. And uh, I just never, I, I think I tasted one once. Same thing with Red Bull. I think I tasted it once and I was like, well, this is absolute, like this is piss in a bottle. Why would anyone drink this? Uh, <clears throat> they have a great brand. I mean, right? Red Bull's got like a great brand, but the product is like terrible. Well, that's Red Bull though. That's not Rockstar. I'm talking about Red Bull, but also I kind of transitioned mid-thought. But um, oh, Rock, I see. Rockstar, I, see. I would put in the same category of beverage I did try once and was like immediately like, no, this will not be part of my life. So it says here, mm. I'm doing a quick little research. Rockstar is owned by Pepsi. Mm. And as of 2020, they had 0.3% market share <laughs> of the U.S. non-alcoholic beverage market. That's not too great. I don't know if that's good or I mean I think the beverage market is probably gigantic so like it's probably okay. I think Rockstar's big into video games. Yeah, that seems right. I think they're I think they're in that world. Like it's, e-games and esports and all that stuff. It's one of those things like I think Red Bull's a good example <clears throat> where like the brand is synonymous with certain things like, you know, their F1 team and all the extreme sports stuff. But then when you circle back to the product, it's like what is this? This is terrible. They used to have. I don't know if they still make it. They used to have this Red Bull, um, Red Bull Cola, mm. and it was essentially like a co- like a Coca Cola style product slash Red Bull. It was good. <laughs> okay. Uh, it got, oh, they don't make it anymore. It says. It says. Uh, is this for real? German food regulators discovered traces of cocaine in cans of Red Bull Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now that is awesome. <laughs> uh, and then it says here, cocaine traces in Red Bull Cola are, quote, not harmful, but violate food law. <laughs> well, okay, there you go. I guess that, I guess that explains why that one's uh, no longer available. I mean, but. if you're drinking a beverage that, violate, that violates food laws, that is that is some epic shit right there. So, fu- so fun, fun thing that I, that I see in marketing sometimes is for, um, like diet, diet pills or like strength supplements. And, and it'll be like, click on this ad. This product is no longer available in, in 20 States. Or they just make up some bullshit <laughs> to make, to make you think it's, it's like an illegal product. Cause that's, and cause th- that gives it cachet. That's like a good thing. Right. Right. <laughs> cause then therefore it's more effective. Wow. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's really like some bullshit marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got a topic I'm gonna throw onto the list for today. I'm, I, we may okay. have talked about this in the past on the show, but it came up the other day when I was talking to my wife uh, about something, and I was curious what your take on it might be, uh, just in a general way. You, you don't have to co-sign this as your advice to others, but when it comes to the topic of supplements. All and, of them. Just pump them all in there. And and I would say like more specific because you can go down the road of like the alpha brains and things like that, but I, I, the nootropic type things. But I'm talking about your your garden variety supplementing of standard vitamins like your B12, your one a day is your C, D, whatever. <clears throat> is that something that you do? Is that something you think is worth your worth your while? Do you do you take a one a day? Do you do any of that stuff as part of your your daily life? Yeah, I think a couple of things. I do take like a a general multivitamin. You know, I don't know if you call it one. Yeah, whatever. Just like a multivitamin. Nothing crazy. Um, And it's, you know, they're inexpensive. And my take on that is like, it ain't going to hurt. And it's not a ton of money. So it feels like worth the, it's worth it. 
I think there's a lot of there's a lot of supplements that people think are going to be like miracle workers or, you know, I don't know. I don't think that shit works. I've like gone back and forth with some of like the green drinks, um, mm-hmm. athletic greens or like other, you know, super greens and that kind of stuff. And like, I think there's something to that. Or you could also just eat a bowl of spinach and probably be fine. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm a big advocate yeah. of the get your vitamins from food. Um, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> For sure. And I do like the idea of a one a day and I do not take one every day, but I do many days. I kind of keep, I actually have them I do. in my drawer at work. So I don't usually take them on the weekend, <laughs> but yeah, I will, I will say the one supplement that I started taking recently was, um, uh, and it's not fancy is, uh, magnesium. Mm, yeah. And so m- magnesium help. I mean, it's supposed to help you sleep. I don't know if it does, but it helps with muscle, uh, inflammation and, and relaxation and, um, my, was recommended by my masseuse and she was like, I was like, Hey, this thing's been bothering me. It's been a problem. She's like, Oh, she's like, you should try, you know, try adding some more magnesium. And I was like, well, this is l- super low risk and easy. Yeah. I was like, sure. <laughs> so I started, I started taking it. It made a difference. And I was like, well, I was like, this is easy enough to do. So, um, you get, that your, helps. you get your labs drawn like once a year with your physical. Do you do, do you follow, a, do you have a <laughs> maybe too much for the podcast, but do you have a primary care physician you see yearly? Do you do you go? Do you get a yearly physical? Um, <clears throat> I have not every year of my life, that's for sure, and I haven't even every year that I've had good insurance. But I, I try to. I did last year, um, huh. <clears throat> and I had my labs drawn, and I got to look at them, and they looked great. So that was good news. I was, you know, not expecting they anything told- to look bad, but you know, anytime you have labs drawn, you're like, mm, I hope everything looks good. <laughs> They kind of told me last time I was there, which is like probably two or three years ago for a physical, they were like, eh, they're like, you don't really have to come in unless you don't, you know, unless something seems off. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't come back. I did have one scheduled. That said, 2020, I did have uh, a physical scheduled, um, but I ended up canceling it just because it like, that was <laughs> the, the world. Very, the world was trying to end. <laughs> yeah. Things were very uncertain. And I was just like, I was like, this doesn't really seem important at the moment. So totally. uh, I didn't go, but I, um, I, I believe yeah. the last one that I had was somewhat prompted by uh, sleep issues I was having. And so I did. Mm. So I had a specific topic I wanted to talk about. And, see, that uh, makes sense to me, right? If you're like, <laughs> Oh, this thing is off or different or changed yep. or yeah. I get that. So, and and <clears throat> for the listener, what what I ended up discovering for me, not going to work for everybody, <clears throat> but for me, uh, it, certain changes in lifestyle and you know evening, like what they call sleep hygiene, uh, ended up being better for me than uh, the medication that the doctor prescribed, which was appropriate. And I tried it for a while. I didn't want to continue it, and then I went to like just a more natural thing. I did melatonin for a while. And then this was a fun discovery, <clears throat> pardon me, through the Whoop, uh, which we haven't talked about on the show in a while. They should be Whoop. Spo- <laughs> Whoop should be sponsoring us. Me and Adam both are proud wearers of the Whoop 4.0. 4.0. Get on our level. Um, one of the many things, that, that, that when you have a Whoop strap, it's not just like your step count and your calories and all the heart rate and all that. There's all this other data points and correlations and uh, correlation versus causation stuff that it tries to help figure out for you. And one that kept coming up as a negative influence of recovery and sleep for me was melatonin. So I was actually having worse sleep on the nights that I took melatonin than the nights that I didn't. Um, and a little of that I noticed in like my perception, but it was more obvious in the data. So I stopped taking melatonin basically every now and then I'll eat one of my kids melatonin gummies. Cause he has like little one milligram gummies. It's like nothing, <laughs> but 
So, fun fact, Scott Sullivan. Uh huh. I had the same result with melatonin. Oh, that's interesting. It's it certainly it, does not work for everybody. No, I mean some people swear by it and it works really well. It doesn't do anything for me. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> and uh, I get no effect. I have been um, for a while. I was using and I use it when I travel. Is a uh, Four Sigmatic. It's okay. a mushroom uh, company, and they make a cocoa, like a like a hot cocoa, hmm. uh, nighttime drink, and it has uh, mushrooms in it. Might even have a little melatonin. I'm not sure, but it's mostly mushroom based. Um, works wonders. It's very good. It sounds interesting. Uh, Does it taste good? It sounds like it might. It, I, the mushroom thing throws like me a bit, but with the chocolate, it might actually be really good. No, it tastes like a tastes like a hot cocoa. Yeah, it's just like a nice hot cup of hot cocoa. Nice. Um, Beam is another one that's really popular. They're a CBD uh, focused company, but they make something called Beam Dream, which is also a nighttime hot cocoa drink. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've I've switched over, and I now I use this one that's made by FNX, which is a supplement company. Back to your original question, um, and that's a nighttime protein drink. So it's got like 12 grams of protein and some uh, nighttime relaxation mushrooms, and it also tastes like hot cocoa. Oh man, you, so, you're on that cocoa grind. All about that. Every night I have a cup of the cocoa. It's great, it's super good. But it works really well. The uh, the four sigmatic one works super well for traveling because it comes in these like just like little packets. Nice. Um, and they make. I also drink their coffee in the morning. Four sigmatic. Hey, four sigmatic. What's up what's over up? here? What's okay, up? come on. We just said it like Adam just said it like seven times, and I have no. My wallet did not get heavier. What's up with that? Jeez. <laughs> uh, but they make they make a coffee. Uh, they make coffee with lion's mane and some other mushrooms in there, and uh, they make some other products too. But those I'll are have the to check that, that out. How is that spelled? Is that one of the ones where there's a number instead of words? No, it's just the word for F O U R Sigmatic S I G M A T I C. The um, reason I asked that is because, and I think I know you know of this brand because we discussed it at some point way in the past, but I was listening to a podcast recently and they were making fun of one of their previous sponsors who no longer sponsors the show. And it was the point they made I had never really thought of, but it was hilarious to me in the moment. They were pointing out that Movement Watches <laughs> is a company that did lots of podcast advertising, which is, you know, audio. You don't see the words, you only hear them. Even if the person spells, yeah, but isn't it like M V M T or something? Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, spelled yeah. the way it sounds. So, and, and, you know, the, they would make the person in the ad read spell it. I'm sure, but like most people don't listen to that stuff, right? They just take away. They remember the name. And if you right, try to like, put oh, it movement. into Google, yeah, it's yeah. not going to be what the company. It, it's funny to me the idea of having a company you're going to advertise in social media or podcasting and having it not really be what it sounds like is not a good idea. Well, I got to say, though, Movement is doing a good job with their with their uh, focused ads, because if you search the word movement watches, they do come up first. Uh, okay, good. So they, they figured that out. The, but it's the, also like that, a little SEO? misleading because the SEO. Yeah, that yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> isn't that that's a part of watches that you would talk about, right? Like, oh, this has a crystal movement or this has a isn't that like a thing? I, I think it is. Yeah, I don't I know don't, for I'm not sure. A watch guy. I, I gotta I gotta point out something quick before uh, I know that Matt can't hear this in real time. <laughs> yes, let's imagine that he can though. Let's it. pretend. But I did say last week that I was going to try to predict 
what Matt's weekly, because as soon as we post these episodes, our friend Matt will, uh, he, he usually listens pretty soon after we post them. So respect to Matt for that. Thank you. But then he'll well, point the, the out commissioner, some, he'll point out the commissioner something he commissions. disagrees with. He yeah, commissions. He, he has to commission. It's, it's, it's like, it's his obligation. But there's always at least one thing, usually something I say, because I'm frequently wrong, that he'll point out is wrong or absurd. <laughs> and um, I, I'm now going to try every episode to pre-guess what it'll be. And I think, I've, I think I've nailed it. A moment ago, when I pointed out that uh, somebody had a product or you know something they were endorsing through podcasting uh, that was not spelled the way you would think it was spelled and therefore be hard to search or find, I think Matt might point out I'm the host of a podcast called The Talk Show. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Okay, but I'm just going to say I did preface that at the beginning of this I, episode. I know, but I can hear. And I included in my, the spelling. As I was saying it, I could hear Matt typing. That's, you know, <laughs> that's fair. That is, um, yeah, you got to give it to him on that one. I'm just going to say. But, but nonetheless, uh, yeah, so Adam, uh, what other top We were talking about the, the book challenge. I thought maybe one way we could do the book challenge, the five book challenge, would be one book at a time. Like, we start somewhere. And then we'll, oh, great. Let's start with the book I already sent you. So I, and actually I'm four pages in, I didn't have much time last <laughs> night, but I read four pages of the book. Solid. Good yeah. start. Good start. Um, and, uh, I, I will let you choose the one I was going to say to you first. It came up organically today. The cat's cradle by Kurt Vonnegut, easy to find uh -huh. book. So you could choose that, but I'll let you, you could choose either or that. Well, the one I was going to say that I had put in my notes app before the show was, um, a book I haven't read in a long time, but I remember liking a lot by a guy named Jonathan Lethem, uh, who writes both sci-fi and mystery. Uh, he, there's a book he wrote called Motherless Brooklyn. It's pretty good. So Motherless Brooklyn. Okay, I'll write that down. So I recommend um, you start with either Motherless Brooklyn or Cat's Cradle by Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> I've got I got ten days on the tenth uh, of February is my next book club meeting, um, so I need to read Can You Dig It? The Phenomenon of the Warriors before that before that date can you uh, do if you haven't have you seen the movie the warriors first of all um i'm my somewhere in my brain i feel like i know what it is but i don't think i've actually seen it oh my god okay so like late 70s this movie comes out it's about it's about um uh this, these gangs in new york every gang has an absurd costume okay <laughs> like the, the warriors all wear like no shirts and sleeve in in leather vests that are unbuttoned i actually think and, i uh, have seen this but i think i saw it quite some time ago because i just pulled you it gotta watch you gotta watch it again okay. you gotta watch it again. <laughs> everybody out there should watch this film uh and then in the 70s so this movie comes out in the 70s and then at the time it was pulled from theaters for violence they said it was way too violent how could we let people watch this film but if you, if you watch the movie this isn't a spoiler but if you watch the movie there is literally zero violence in the entire movie. There's wow. no blood. Like the, there's the, nothing. So different. <laughs> the perception was just so different or. <clears throat> uh, yeah. It just got stigmatized in the media for whatever reason. I don't totally understand, which is why I'm going to read this book, uh, the phenomenon of the warriors and, and the whole deal. Um, so the premise of the, of the film is that like this one guy uh, calls a meeting of all the gangs in New York because they're going to, you know, sort some things out, but then somebody, uh, kills the guy at the at the meeting and then they blame the warriors and the warriors are from Coney Island and so now they have to escape New York City and get back to their home turf and all these other gangs are chasing them <laughs> I mean the, the setup the premise 
sounds good. <laughs> well, it's so good, actually. It's so good that every year in New York City, they have uh, the Warriors Ultra Marathon, and it's 28 miles long, and it starts downtown, and you run from there to Coney Island, <laughs> starting cool. at midnight. <laughs> that is pretty cool. So, yeah, super cool. We should and if put, you catch, we should there's put like that a on thing the talk where, show like, bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would totally go do it. If you catch the the leaders, you like win a prize. There's 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 like a few extra layers to it. There's costumes and a bunch of shit. Anyway, nice. Check nice. it out. The, the Warriors, highly recommended. And then whole classic. We're running up on time here, so I'm going to bring you to the to the last topic for this one. I think uh, topic we talk about a lot, but I wanted to get a date out of the out of dude if I can. <clears throat> Next this year's IRR. We're now in the new so calendar I, year. Oh yeah, yeah. I have it's it. 2022. Have it. What is going to be the date? For this year's IRR number 12, question mark? Isn't it 12? 11. 11. 11. <laughs> 11. I don't know um, where I got 12. It is in July. It's July. Yeah, July 2022. And stand by one second. I'll tell you. What's funny <laughs> is that I didn't actually pick the date. I let somebody else do it. Um, <laughs> it's very in spirit with the event. Yeah, July 9th. Okay, July 9th. That's a weekend day? Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm penciling yep. it down. Yep. We're going to see if we can make that happen this year. Are you going to come? I want to come. I really do. Oh, uh, man. I want to. Oh, I, I think it's time that I uh, subject myself to one of these things that, you, <laughs> that you've been doing for so long. Now, I'll, t- I'll send you the additional waiver, okay? You, you, as a friend, have to sign the additional waiver that says you will not hold it against me. <laughs> I, do, I'm allowed to hold it against you for a little while, but not long term. Is that a, a yeah, not long term. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. short term is fine. Yeah, because I'll probably I be think, pissed like on that Sunday. But <laughs> like, I'll probably. I like, think the mandate, the mandate is like no more than thirty days. Okay, that seems fair. I, I don't know if I could say I wouldn't be pissed at all. <laughs> no, that's yeah. You you could be mad. You just get like long term. You can't let it. Here's sour the one thing. Here, here's the one question I have for you, and this is no. many months out, so we can figure it out later. Do you think I can? acquire a bike for the purposes of this event uh in new england and if so would i have to lie about what i was going to do with the bike like if i was renting the bike or borrowing oh are you saying like could we find you a bike to ride yeah because i don't think i I don't think i'd want to bring my bike up there and i don't currently have a bike that i think would be ideal for this (laughs) i'm sure we could find you something I, i i have a beautiful circle a road bike which i think the, the wrong the make, tool for the job. The maker, wrong tool for the the maker job. of would be very upset to hear I took to the IRR. So I'm, I'm not going to do that. I mean, listen, using using your nice road bike would is like the equivalent of using a hammer to make sushi. Right. But I've heard from the guy who runs the thing that if you can complete the prescribed course on a road bike, it's an automatic alt that everyone else on the course is eliminated. You basically not only do you win, but you eliminate all other competitors. <laughs> true uh that is that is true it's like a kill um, switch it's like those old video games where you get to the kill screen it's it's a kill screen on the whole event yeah it's that is exactly right um so i'm not gonna do it i still, I'm not I even still wouldn't re- i still wouldn't recommend it if, if i if i travel that far to do something that stupid i i'm gonna try to use a bike that's somewhat ideal for it yeah it's all about it's really an eating contest really it's just like a, you know it's like an ultra marathon just who can eat the most <laughs> okay if you say so speaking of hey wait before we get out of here uh one uh what's up with the training 
Yeah. Uh, for, for the event, what's the new date? Um, oh, crap. I, uh, I can pull it up while we're talking. Uh, it's it, it's February 27th, I want to say. February 27th. I'm going to pull up my calendar, but I'm pretty sure that's right. E- and it's a little bit less than a half marathon distance, but it's a trail run. It is February. Why is this calendar put Sunday? Yeah. Anyway, it's it's a trail run event. Uh, I believe it's – I can't remember if it's an Xterra-branded event. It's, it's one of the uh, – running groups where they have like a uh, four or five seasonal like events. And I believe this is the second one. I think they, they had one in January. Um, and I can't find the link to it at the moment, but it, it has options up to 30 K. Uh, oh, are you doing the 30 K? I think that's what I'm going to do. It's a 10 K loop, right? So it, it's, it, everyone does the same loop, but it's whether how many laps of the loop you do. <clears throat> I see. I see. I, I figured okay. I would try to do the 30 K because you know, why not? <laughs> 18, 18 and three quarters miles. Yeah. I think it's doable. Sure. I want, I want, well, to... especially if it's a loop, right? Then you can come back, you get replenished for 10. Yeah. I mean, 10 K is kind of a nice distance, right? Six, six miles, 6.2 miles. Yeah. So it's, the first 10 uh... K would be fine. That would be just fine to do 20 K would also be nice. That's a, almost the half marathon length. But I think if you're out there for the day, I'm going to, it's going to be my day that day. Probably might as well just do the whole thing. I think you got it. We'll see. I mean, it, this, the process of getting back into running, as we've talked about on the podcast, is is really difficult because if you do it in the way I have over the last couple of weeks where you you do something and then you sloppy don't do something for several days because of life or whatever, it just the cumulative benefit is basically nothing. So you really need like to get consistently running to get feeling better at running and then able to grow your running in distance and you know speed and all those things which is not surprising right like consistency is what makes things work right like not a profound thought but it's just it's hard sometimes so i'm working on it i i went uh i went running sometime in the last week and a half and then didn't (laughs) and then i did my peloton yesterday and that was really good cardio actually pretty efficient for days where i can't leave the house because i'm uh, watching the kiddo which was the scenario So that was the scenario. Like yesterday, I got up. I felt great. I had like a 97 recovery on my whoop strap. I felt, it felt Dang. good. I wanted to do something, but I, I was, my wife was out, so I couldn't leave the house with the kiddo alone. So I was like, well, I could row or I could do the Peloton. I suck at rowing, so I'm going to do the Peloton, which I also suck at, but it, it's, it doesn't feel as bad. It's, it's so different. Like 30 minutes on the Peloton, I'm sweating, I'm buckets of sweat, like really hard workout for me perceived effort wise. But then like, you know, I get up and I'm, I'm moving around. I feel pretty good after 10 minutes on the rower and I feel like crap for like the rest of the day. I'm like so bad at rowing. Well, that's because, I mean, the thing like the Peloton, right. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's hard and it stresses the cardiovascular system in your legs, but it's not a full body workout. <laughs> it's not a full body where the rower, like there's no escape, right? It's, yeah. it's a hundred percent everything. And my, so, my heart rate is pinned quickly on the rower. <laughs> it takes a while to like get there on this. Uh, you know, my butt and my body has like been acclimated to cycling over many years. So it's, it's the different level of, you know, I, the rower is like unfamiliar to me still. Uh, and, and immediately makes my heart rate like higher than it should be. <laughs> so it's just yeah. Not good. Yeah. 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 
that's like yeah that's like jumping rope for me i can do all these other things i jump rope my heart rate like jumps up to 180 like instantly it's like like the fuck happened yeah we'll talk maybe we'll talk more rowing on the next episode because i it is a goal for me to get better at that like i want to comfortably be able to meet certain benchmark times on the rower and i can't currently in large part because I'm, i'm doing the movement incorrectly but also efficiency yeah yeah efficiency is a big aspect of it but it's not the whole thing it's also that i need to be on a consistent workout schedule where like you know i'm i'm improving with the cardiovascular side as well as the technique side you know (laughs) so yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. no excuses hashtag no excuses life's just been tough this week man we got i got a five-year-old and he's been having sleep issues and uh it's it you know no excuses but man that's i you know you're a parent that's your whole world so it's the first priority is get the kiddo happy and squared away. And then I'll get to the workouts after that. So yesterday worked out. I'm going to try and make today work out. It's one day at a time, right? Yep. 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 Discipline over motivation. Discipline my friend. over motivation. That's our mantra for 2022. I'm going to try to live it this week. Hold me accountable. All right. I'm trying to get on your level, Adam. I have struggled because of the nighttime. Then again, this is not an excuse. It's just an explanation. But because of the nighttime issues we've been having here, I've been more tired than usual in the morning. And it's, it's, it's really raised the challenge on the getting up early for the workout. But I got, oh, I got, it, a, man. I got a solution for that. I got a solution. <laughs> I know what it's going to be. Go ahead. <laughs> what? What's it going to be? It's going to be like, just do it or something like that. It's going to be like a Nike. No, I was going to, I was going to say, <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, hey, text, text me your address. I'll ship you a case of Rockstar Energy. Oh, you'll be yeah. Up, you'll be up out, out of bed in a second. <laughs> well, let's do this. I, I'm going so. to focus this week on, on getting up a little earlier because, yeah, the other day when I did do the rower, it's because I got up early enough to do something, but I didn't have quite enough time to do my three-mile loop. So I was like, well, you got to do something. But that's the, that's ten, the beauty of the rower, though, yeah, right? 10 like minutes on the minutes. rower, at least you're going to get yeah. something out of it, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But so. – so that well, that's why my goal for this week is to stay active throughout the week, and uh, I'm gonna I'm, to try to keep it accountable. Uh, I'm gonna try to win our team on Whoop for the week for strain. <laughs> you challenge, ain't gonna win. Challenge, uh, you know, challenge issued, guys. You this, ain't gonna you ain't gonna win, bro. You ain't is, gonna win. This podcast is being recorded on Sunday. The new week starts tomorrow morning. Highest strain a week from. Wait, can we cl- can we clarify that it does start tomorrow? Uh, my, uh, so the way that it tracks the week, I'm never, I'm never clear on that. The way that it measures the week, the way it measures the week is from midnight, like Sunday night. So technically the beginning of Monday, it says Monday to Sunday. Yeah. It's a Monday to Sunday count. So dude, I whooped you all this week. Oh yeah. You you clean, you clean the floor. I actually got 12.1. You had 8.3 on the, on the recovery, uh, score. Uh, if it wasn't for like one really dreadful day I had on Monday of last week, I might be in the mix. Like I was like, you think, I, I don't know. I'd have to look. It, it wasn't, it was better than usual for me this week. I, it, it, which is ironic because we're still having some sleep issues here, but like the quality of sleep you, I've had when I finally fall asleep has not been terrible. You got 60 for recovery. You got 66. I was 71. Newell squeaked out the wind with 72. Wow. Okay. <laughs> But and, I, oh my god, this is the first time ever I beat you in sleep for the week. You did? 
Oh man. I got to take a photo of this for prosperity. That the, never happens. This has been tough. The last couple of weeks, uh, I have, I, for the listener, I dominate the sleep category on, on whoop for our team. For months, months and months, months and months <laughs> and months. But the recent disturbances in our routine at the house have unseated me. I was beat last week by Matt Newell and this week by Adam St. Germain. I got 85 to your, your 80. Yeah. Look but, out world. It, you know, one day, one day at a time. I'm fixing, I'm fixing some routine stuff. Come out the other All side. Right. I'll be back. All right. <laughs> let's see. Oh, well, let's see. For the month, though, yeah. If we do the monthly, you got 84 for the sleep. You got, you take the crown. Still, so long, big, big picture. I'm still crushing, but I got to get back. I had some. I, I had one morning, and it, it calculated wrong, um, because I got up and let the dog out. So it kind of it miscalculated. But there was one morning I woke up and looked at. Uh, my phone and it said my recovery was one percent. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, am I alive?" Oh dang! It, it actually with that? it actually corrected to much higher than that. But it, it was there have been I think one of us at least maybe it was Matt somebody had a one percent for real once. I remember. <laughs> I've had one percent one one time, yeah, and I certainly felt it, and I was just like, "Yep, okay, that's great." <laughs> well, my All friend, right. I got to call it. Uh, this uh, th- this has been a good one. We talked about the watermelon juice. I now want watermelon juice, so I'm going to seek some Go out this it. week, and then I'll, yeah. I'll give you my personal review later this week. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about the watermelon juice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, this podcast has ended. Let us go in peace. Let us go in peace. That's coming from the Champlain Valley, Champ Pain. Champ Pain. <laughs> later. <laughs> bye bye. Thank you.